Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to Journey into an Unknown World. You know, I've been doing this show now for nearly three years and there are lots of shows that you can download if you click on the iTunes button. It'll take you there and you can download all the shows free. There are podcasts and every show is about half an hour so you're going to be enjoying me for a very long time and I hope that my show helps you in many ways to find a better way to live your life especially now that we are going through a big change emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually. Yes, you probably noticed that. And of course, I always deal with the strange and the unusual to make it usual, and the usual to make it unusual. And right now today, I decided to share with you something that's come into my hands recently. Probably you all know that I am the creator of crystal acupuncture and pterogram therapy, both of which use crystals which are basically stones and stones are rocks. A lot of people collect stones, rocks, crystals today and there are in fact many different crystal therapies all over the world. You know people have their own ideas about how they want to use them and what they want to do with them and of course we can all buy jewelry, necklaces, and in case you don't know, by the way, I've actually put up on my website two of the necklaces that I always let my students buy from me. One is a five stone necklace. It's about 24 inches long. I'm not really sure. I never measured it. And it's five stones on there, a garnet bead. And then we have citrine, amethyst, peridot, and topaz. And those five stones together keep your body in harmony. So whenever I'm out and about amongst many people, whether I'm healing or readings or just going shopping, I like to wear them because auras bump into one another. As I've said before, we integrate and share energy without even knowing we're doing it. And if you bump into someone who's negative, well, you might well find yourself feeling upside down as it were and out of sorts. So if you're wearing one of these necklaces, which I have especially made in India, then you won't feel it so badly. Your aura will rebalance and by the end of the day, you'll feel smart and wonderful. The other one is a hematite necklace. I do have quite a few of those in different styles. And what they do is they help you bounce off your own negativity, get rid of all those negative thoughts. Plus, if you're out and about with negative people, it's going to keep you safe. It'll help your aura become stronger, rather like having the eggshell all around you. It's really quite amazing how hematite will also balance your left and right brain, allowing you to send your neural responses down through your spine to your limbs, meaning that you'll also find your bones, ligaments, tendons will be less painful. So you might want to think about having that kind of necklace 
If you can't find anyone nearby, then go to my website, www.sumariscenter.com. S for sugar, U, M for mother, A, R, I, S for sugar, C, E, N, T, E, R.com. So here I am on the theme of stones. As I said, I've been doing crystal acupuncture and pterogram therapy now for Whoa, uh, I was 35, I'm now 72, do the math. <laughs> and been teaching it probably of 30 years. So where I'm coming from now is I found a new tool and I'm quite excited about them. It's a set of Indian mandala sacred geometrical runes. Now, as you probably know, there are runes all over the world. Egyptians had their own runes, Romans had their runes, Nordic people had their runes. You know, so what basically was a rune? A rune was a symbol for a book, as it were, a large book, like having the Bible. And it was not a book in writing, but rather a book in terms of the symbolic meaning of one single thing. For example, one line is self. Okay, another person might call it an ice pick. But the bottom line is you have to survive no matter what is going on with self. Well, one line can mean a lot of things and when you've got patterns going on, you've got lots of different lines crossing, then you're going to have to say to yourself in some way, what does that mean? So coming back to the Indian mandala sacred geometrical runes, what we're looking at here is something that's rather unique. What they've done is they've taken certain stones that are very restful, very strong, very good at healing, and put that together with sacred symbols that have come out of the mandala, and I'll explain that in a minute, and put it together with the geometry, which is the sacred geometrical images that we all know, for example, triangle, square, and so on. And so what I'd like to do today is to share this with you. And when I found out that I had these, there was no books with it, no writing, no instructions, nothing. And nobody seemed to know what to do with them other than that they were made by someone in India with the idea of putting them on the chakras. So let's start at the beginning and give you a little lesson here. Chakras. A lot of you listening are going to say, well, what's that? I've never heard of that. This is all new to me. So what I want to say is I'm sure you've seen a pinwheel or you've seen a cartwheel and you see how it has a central hub and that spins round and round as you go along and the wheel turns. Well, basically each chakra is several cones put together that rotate at different speeds but somehow integrate into the energy into the central cone, which then sends energy up to the next chakra above. How many are there? There are seven major chakras. So I'll begin by telling you, and by the way, there is a radio show on it, so you can look back and find that later. But we've got the base chakra down where your private parts are. Then we've got the solar plexus where your abs are. Then we've got the spleen chakra, which runs waistline from front right diagonally through the bottom 
sides of your waistline, resting on your hips as it were, through to the left rear. And then above that we have the heart chakra, and then above that we have the throat chakra, and above that the third eye on your forehead, and right at the top, the centre of your head, just like monks used to shave their little round balls of uh, skin showing through, that's your crown chakra, and that's why they did it, because they wanted to have more connections with God and the oneness, and so faith said, shave my head, I'll get more spiritual information. Well, of course, today we laugh at, at that idea, but in those days they were very serious about it. So, now that you know where your chakras are, I also want to point out that if you think of a, an old-fashioned watch, and I think some of you listening may be younger and only have battery watches, but back in the old days we used to go to the door and have our watches repaired because they had little cogs that went round and round inside that were all at different sizes and yet somehow they turned wheel upon wheel round and round with these little cogs integrating with one another and somehow that turned the hands on the face of the clock which gave you the correct time. Amazing. Well, in the same way, your chakras do the same for you. They rotate at different speeds. These cones integrate your higher and lower self. In other words, the wisdom that you know versus the knowledge you're inquiring, the higher divine love consciousness of I want to be loved for unconditional love to the everyday I'm greedy, I want this and that, and I want to be loved the way I want to be loved. So we're constantly uh, flowing this energy up and down our body and when we do that these chakras have to spin in a clockwise direction to rotate the energy back and forth through your body or up and down your spine. So why would we want to put a stone on them? Well, some chakras get torn. By that we mean you've gone through trauma, you've gone through, say, war scenarios, bomb scenarios, you've gone through a car crash, or you fell off a horse, or you, you damaged yourself falling off something. You know, whatever it is you've done to yourself in some way, or it's been done to you, like someone beating you up, something awful like that, you've been through trauma. And so those chakras have been spinning like nobody's business to try and find that balance. And of course, if you don't know you're off balance, your brain is trying to tell you, by the way. But if you don't know you're off balance, you start to convince yourself that whatever you're doing, rationalizing it through, I'm stuck in a trap, I can't get out of it, this is what my life is going to be for the rest of time, and so on, and you get to procrastinate. And I'm sure if you're in that position right now, you're saying to yourself, I wish I wasn't. And here I want to just say, don't forget that people write to me from all over the world for a reading on their issues, whether they're health, psychological, emotional, spiritual questions, relationships, you know, whatever it is, I can channel for you, record it online, or record it on my little recorder and send it to you attached to you. So there are choices in the way that you can work with me if you'd like to have a private session. But let me come back to 
these chakras. So we've established you've got them and that when you're not happy, you're really miserable, you're depressed, you're feeling like the end of the world's coming, your chakras are out of alignment. In other words, those cogs aren't going round at the right speed, so your watch is telling you that it's half past 12 when it's actually four o'clock in the afternoon. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna have it fixed. Well, in the same way, your chakras, you're going to have them fixed. So putting certain stones on the chakras will help speed them up or slow them down relative to what you need to be done. So I have the Terragram Therapy Kit that you can find about on my website, sumaricenter.com. So I'm not going to talk too much about that, but if you really would like a kit, then just go there and you can get one. Now, coming back to the chakras and a stone on the chakra, what it's going to do is amplify the energy that's in your chakra. So certain stones tone up, certain stones, you know, recede energy. It's like the ebb and flow of the ocean. You've got to get the right speed on all these different kinds of stones. And so in this particular Indian mandala, sacred geometrical runes, the stones were well chosen. And being that I knew a lot about stones, I was very interested to see how they worked. And since the people who gave them to me had no idea how to use them themselves, it was in the nature of an experiment for me to see what I could come up with. And as a result of it, yes, I think they're marvelous. I recommend them for anyone. I've been using them quite a lot myself and I've been having a lot of success. Now, the next thing to talk about is the stone. So what kind of stones did they use? And I've got to get so I make sure that I can tell you everything that's in them. Okay, so one of the stones is carnelian. And carnelian is a very soft stone and it's it comes in various colors of light, pinkish sort of colors to darker, more red bricky looking colors. And the thing I like about carnelian is it actually keeps all five bodies, your physical, etheric, spirit, higher mind and soul body in alignment. And we want that because we want your aura to be really, really strong. And what it does is it keeps you in balance emotionally, mentally and physically. So as it starts to work on the chakras, you're going to find yourself beginning to heal. And that's very important, especially if you've got backache or, you know, you're having a problem somewhere else in your body. And the second stone that they used was calcite. Now, calcite is a very soft stone, so you've got to be careful with that one. You don't want to drop it around too much. But calcite works very efficiently on the solar plexus where all those thoughts you have about what might go wrong or you know, who's going to die next or something horrible like that you're going through your mind. When you put calcite on your solar plexus, it's going to bring down that higher consciousness, that divine awareness. Hey, you're worrying over nothing. Stop it. You know, don't do that anymore. And it's going to help you to stop being confused over all those thoughts running around in your brain. 
and it's also going to help you with your circulatory system and your respiratory part breathing you've all got to breathe you know in fact while you're listening to me you might want to take a deep breath with the diaphragm rather than just from around the back of your throat and get some oxygen in your body because we all need that extra air from time to time another stone that they've used is lapis lazuli and this is wonderful because this is going to help your brain to get clearer and and learn study bring more information out of you get your creative enzymes going as it were to generate new ideas learn new stuff so you can go in different directions as i said before and wake up your dna wake up the history of some of the stuff that you've inherited from your family you know sometimes we say oh so and so is doing something you know four generations back someone also in the family did the same thing well uh it's not just a coincidence it's in the dna strand so if you're stuck in a rut and you want to get out of that rut and you've got some models back when who were actually quite successful, um, even down to let's take a, something really serious like slavery, there was always someone who managed to buy their freedom, work out how to become a free man, no, no matter which century you're talking about or which country you're talking about, there is always someone who finds a way and lapis allows you to find your way then we've got aventurine aventurine is a calming relaxing nerve thing you know if you're agitated and anxious you know sort of close to having hysteria even it's going to calm you right down and it's going to connect you with your angels your guardian angels you know you're going to feel that sense of god around you when you use that and when you use that on your heart chakra, it's particularly wonderful because it opens up that inner sense of divine love and allows you to express what you feel. Well, okay, your first outburst may be, I hate you, but the bottom line is you can't hate someone without loving them. And once you get the hate out of the way, you're left with love and you can start building a new you in a new love and a new relationship or revamp the old one with new ideas and new feelings. So aventurine is a very good stone to have on your heart because it's going to really awaken the, the positive side of life so that you can go out into the world and do all the things that you really, really want to do. Now, there's another rune that I liked a lot. That was red jasper. Red jasper, I even mentioned earlier, was very good on the heart chakra. It actually, that can go anywhere you want to put it. But for now, we're going to talk about red jasper being on the throat chakra. You know, we talk an awful lot. We talk morning, noon and night about this and that and whatever's going on. I know I'm guilty of talking too much. And, you know, the bottom line is, though, a lot of the things we say are falsehoods. Let's say it that way. Not real truths. We kind of make two and two make five because we embellish everything. And we expand our imagination and our illusions into what is a reality. And we start telling ourselves stories about 
how we're going to get out of a financial hole or how we're going to sell our house by a certain date and so on. And we, we get disappointed when these things we tell ourselves don't come true. And so we run off to see a psychic and maybe those things don't come true. So what is left is you and your inner truth. And by using red jasper on the throat chakra is going to help you to say clearly the truth and listen to your heart and to your solar plexus and bring the clarity of thought down from your throat as you talk the truth into your heart bringing up passion and desire and as you do that your solar plexus feeling stronger and more capable of taking on a challenge and doing something new so the the next one i was particularly i was really thrilled that i got this one black onyx rune a black onyx stone is in its own way it's very grounding it's very nurturing it's very i am presence energy and when you put this on the third eye it really brings in your divine wisdom you go aha i got it i never realized that before idea coming into your mind or maybe you've had several things going on you just can't put them together and with this one on your third eye chakra the black onyx is going to just wake you up to a brilliant sense of what your next move is and if you're using that you might also lull into a sort of day dream or you know night dream where you'll give yourself some details so always remember that anything you dream in a dream is you so if you're running down the street and a monster's chasing you the monster is you chasing you so in other words you're telling yourself that you're trying to get away from the old you to become the new you so that's the kind of thing that black onyx will do for you on the third eye and then last at the top of the head is the crown chakra where you would put the amethyst stone now it's kind of difficult to sit up or even lay down and keep an amethyst right in the middle of the top of your crown of your head so what I actually suggest you do is lay down and put your head on a nice comfortable pillow and just slip the stone that you have towards the back of your head where it's touching the pillow and let it be there and though it's not in the center of the chakra it will in its own way work there by working the different cones one at a time they'll rebuild and with the other chakras you're going to find everything kicks in and in a few days you will feel like you're a new person literally now okay that's just telling you about the stones but what's so special about mandalas? Mandalas are basically a, a way of making a pattern in terms of a focus in what you want to do with the rest of your life. Now, there are different countries under the Buddhic way who do different types of mandalas. Some make sand mandalas where they all come together with different colored sands and make glorious pictures. 
and it's out there for a whole day and everyone honors and praises it and then it is dispersed because the idea is that what you've created must go out to the world and if it's going out to the world it must come back to you and you will receive whatever it is you've been focusing on. But whatever you want to think about mandalas, you want to realize that it is saying something to you. It is giving you a little message. And the interesting thing is that each of these stones has what I have named a geometrical mandala. I haven't actually said that those words. I've kept them separately because I wanted to explain everything when I wrote the little booklet. But the thing is that every chakra going up your body having cones and a central core and everything rotating in a clockwise way to come to the crown must also come spinning down to the feet. And so you are constantly receiving energy from the oneness and giving it back to the oneness with your experience. And so your experience is basically something going on with you in your life. So I wanted to really talk about here a little bit about the symbols that are on the runes. Symbols are very important to us. For example, I might say to you, think of a third eye, and you might easily think of Egypt and Horus's eye. Or you might think of an animal looking up at you with pleading eyes saying, feed me, feed me. <laughs> but whatever it is, in some way, you're going to know the eyes and the mirror image of the soul. And while I'm not going to go into all the symbols, I will say there are triangles on some of these stones. And triangles are the trinity. We can say the Father, Son, Holy Spirit for Catholic, or we can say God, the angels, and us. Or you could say something like earth, air, fire, and in the center is you, water, 70% water. But, you know, I don't want to go too much into sacred geometry, but I will say that these runes have patterns on them that are relative to ascension. And in the booklet that I've written that I'm going to present on my website to you if you're interested in having your own set with all the meanings, I will have that up and running by the end of this coming month. And so you might want to look out for them. Now, the thing about these symbols is, for example, if you see one triangle pointing up, an equilateral triangle pointing up, and another equilateral triangle crossing over that, pointing down, then we see we have a six-point star. And you might say, well, what does that mean? Well, the bottom line is, as above, so below. And they must cross over. What is in heaven must come to earth. And what is on earth must come to heaven. And if you think about a circle as the cycle of life, and if you think about the many ways that we can have a life on Earth, we have plenty of opportunities to come again and again and again to Earth as in reincarnation. 
And of course, by the way, here I just want to say that if you want to have a reading where you want to know who you were in past lives that are relative to this life and how those past life skills help you in this life, and yes, you could do them again or use that skill in a different way, I can help you out. All you have to do is write to me, Dr. Margaret, D-R-M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, R-V-C for Rogers Van Coops, R-V-C, that is, at gmail.com. I'll say it again, Dr. Margaret, R-V-C, at gmail.com, and we'll discuss, uh, do an intake, find out what it is you want, and then when I know exactly, I'll, I'll do you the reading. So, going back to these runes, they each have these symbols inscribed into them and what you can do with them is put one at a time on each of your ascending chakras and see the difference and see how your body has idiomotor responses what does that mean twitches jumps hot cold itches and so on and you can use one at a time on all the chakras moving up one at a time and until you've used the all seven so if you think about seven chakras, seven stones, that's 49 times you're going to meditate and work with these stones. And then when you get to that point, you'll be able to put two or three on, or four or five on, or six or seven. And in time, master yourself and understand that ultimately when you are truly in harmony, truly in balance, you will not be worrying about the past or the future because you'll be omnipresent. Omnipresent means you're here in the moment doing your thing without worry, without anxiety, without fear of loss, without any negatives. And at the same time, you're positive without thinking, what else do I have to do? What more should I do? Uh, where should I be next? But rather saying, I will be where I'm meant to be in the next moment. And as each moment leads to the next moment, you are ultimately moving along your pathway to complete your journey and do all the things you came to do. I do just want to say that, you know, the moment we're born, we're on the pathway towards our death. And since everyone seems to be afraid of death, I'll remind you that I have done a show on what happens to you when you die. So you might want to go back and listen to that one. But coming back to the image of death right now, being in the shift, you are going through a kind of death. You're getting rid of all the old stuff that doesn't work. You're getting rid of the old ideas, the old emotions, the old ways of being, and you're being reborn again with new ideas and new hopes and dreams and if you'd like help from me on getting yourself turned around and going out there into the world uh, getting some ideas on what you think you would like to do then write to me dr margaret rvc at gmail.com and we'll go from there so i hope you've enjoyed this show and uh, that you'll take a look at my website uh, where you'll see the necklaces I was talking about, the five stone necklace and the hematite and 
the runes when I have that up, these mandala sacred geometrical runes, and enjoy them because there's not many places you can get them that I know of at the moment, me and a couple of others. So if you're interested, contact us on sumariscenter.com. So until we meet again, be well. Bye.